Welcome back. So today we are talking with Kate Freed. She's our group fitness graduate here at ECU, and I am so excited for y'all to listen to today's episode. Um, Our big focus today is really just strategizing and kind of figuring out how to optimize your student life. And it is so refreshing to hear it from the perspective of someone who has been there. And since she's a grad student, she's still going through it. She's so, so, so sweet. So fun to talk to. I think y'all will have a great time listening to today's episode. You'll definitely want to grab a coffee, maybe a pen and pencil, or just a quiet spot because you will want to soak up every word of this. Let's hop right into it. Hey everyone. All right. Today I'm here with Kate Freed, our fitness graduate assistant here at ECU. And I'm so excited to talk to her today about optimizing your life as a student. So I can't wait to just jump right in. Hey Kate, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Great. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Kate. Um, I'm a first year grad student here at ECU. I'm in the public health program. Um, And then like Sky said, I'm the fitness graduate assistant here at Campus Rec and Wellness. I did my undergrad at Clemson (laughs) University. Um, I was a communication major, a psychology minor, and was pretty heavily involved with fitness and wellness there um, at Clemson Campus Recreation. So I started as a group fitness instructor um, and then had a few different kind of like intern positions in fitness and wellness. So that's kind of what got me on my path as far as campus rec and fitness. Yeah. So why what, why the move to ECU? So I know you got this position here. Did you look at like some other places? I did. Yeah. So I applied to a few different schools mm-hmm. um, and really it's just like a big puzzle. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think finding like somewhere college that has, yes, college in general, finding somewhere that has your program. Um, and I knew that I wanted to go kind of the assistantship route in fitness. Yeah. So it was really just where I could study what I wanted to study right, yeah. and then somewhere that had a great recreation program too. Awesome. So can you kind of talk about your position here on campus now as a grad student, like student life and kind of how, what you do like working here in the rec center? Yeah, for sure. So I, my job is primarily over group fitness. So Mm -hmm. I oversee our group fitness instructors, all of our group fitness classes that happen each week. Um, And then we do like special events for different groups and student organizations that'll want a group fitness class. So Mm -hmm. I kind of coordinate all that. Um, and then just on campus, so I'm still pretty new to campus, um, (laughs) but I'm in the public health program. I am still just kind of getting classes under my belt and getting into it. We all are. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Story of my life. Awesome. So did you go in knowing that getting into fitness, working in that area was automatically what you wanted to do, or was there something that kind of pushed you in that direction after you got to college? Yeah. So I... Did I definitely knew that I wanted to work in fitness. Right. Um, I took my ACE group fitness exam like right after my 18th birthday. I was oh, super wow. excited. So, so did teach. you do that in college? Did you like study for um, exam? In, or, sorry, not college. In high school. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep, yep. My senior year of high school is when I got my certification. Awesome. Yeah. And so then I didn't really have any like practical teaching experience until right. I got to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember like when I visited Clemson's campus for the first time was like in April of my senior yeah. year. And they had, like, a info table with, like, campus rec people and group right, fitness right. instructors. And my mom, like, pushed me over there because yeah, I was yeah. – <laughs> I wanted to go, but I was, like, scared. And oh, she was like, Kate, you're <laughs> literally, like, get, you're about to sit for your test. Like, go, go ask. Yeah. So I did. Um, 
and that really like kind of started that um so did they let you like start teaching classes and stuff your freshman year or yeah was it more of like a training your freshman year so my first semester I went through a little bit more of like a training okay. um similar to like what we offer here for people that right. want to be instructors mm-hmm. um my only thing was that I was certified so I did it more for kind of like the mentor mentee piece right, to right, get right. like experience in front mm-hmm. of a class um but then I had my own classes. I co-taught with people and then mm-hmm. had my own class in January. Awesome. So why group fit over, like, personal training? Yeah. Um, you know, I started going to group fitness classes right. in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big tennis player growing mm-hmm. up. And then after kind of midway through high yeah. school, I was like, I'm not going to play in college. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be Serena Williams. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> so I then I just like got really involved with group fitness classes and I yeah. loved them. And there were yeah, a few. Yeah, there's like a few instructors at my gym at the time that like really stuck out to me. Um, and then I also took dance in high school and my dance teacher was a group fitness instructor. So you've always worked like working out with a group. Yes. Yeah. So I've always just like loved that piece yeah, of it. Absolutely. And sat for that exam do you have like a certain like group fitness class that you like the best or that you like teaching the best is there one that you specialized in yeah so the first thing I ever taught was kickboxing oh my gosh I love kickboxing that's a favorite right we don't have that here right now do we We have we don't we have body combat which is like the Les Mills version it's similar um but yeah I just did like freestyle kickboxing loved it super fun yeah so I don't know it changes all the time but that's the that's my baby no yeah so do you teach any do you teach any right now or do you um a little bit I'm teaching a yoga class each week and then I'm currently team teaching with one of our cycling instructors awesome awesome so I kind of want to jump in and start talking about the student life aspect because obviously you do a lot and that has (laughs) to be difficult balancing that with student (laughs) life like especially last year I want to get into that you know like with the pandemic and everything like that just makes it so difficult so so actually let's start off with that because group fitness you can't really do that so how did that go last year right so when I was at Clemson we were fortunate in that we only really shut down like in spring of 2020 um and then when we came back to campus like we had very limited numbers I think our classes were maxed at like nine people okay masks we had big like squares on the ground with social distancing so we were able to operate in person Mm -hmm. um but I'd say like we had like half of our classes in person and then half of them were online yeah um more like Instagram live and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so then I've been fortunate that here that we've been able to like do the in-person um which is really good I started teaching a lot kind of on my own um, mm-hmm. virtually, which was fun. I kind of, I don't know, got to experiment with that a little that bit. That was a little harder than teaching in person? Like how did For sure. Go? It was super weird. Um, I've definitely recorded myself a lot of times. I right. realized I don't love the sound of my voice. Oh, <laughs> none of us do. <laughs> right, right. So a lot of things. Um but yeah, it was for sure different. It was cool in that I was able to do like Zoom classes right. and like Instagram lives with people that yeah. were not like in my regular Clemson classes and I got to do like students I don't know I feel like one thing that really hit with COVID was that there was like lack of it's either you had a lot more motivation or like a lack of so did you Mm -hmm. have a lot of like participation like did you see like numbers drop or did you think it was about the same like with the online classes yeah I know like at least because like our first classes for Clemson specifically that were online um we would look a lot at just like our Instagram Mm -hmm. live numbers and when we first started doing them I think it was new and exciting and people got on and were like oh what is this about but right right, right. then like it did definitely kind of fall off um so I think at first it was kind of like oh we're home for two weeks like might as well Mm -hmm. like whatever and then when it was 
two weeks turned into four and six and like months later that yeah. it definitely kind of dropped off. Did y'all do anything to like try to combat like motivation, like trying to get people? A little bit. Or I just kind of kept steady going. Yeah, I think we just did like what we can. We yeah. had the live workouts, but then we were also like posting a lot of things that like you could do on your own time gotcha. that weren't necessarily like a group fitness class. We were like posting yeah. more at home workouts. Gotcha. Um yeah, trying yeah. to make stuff as fun as possible. Exactly. But. That was really the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about undergrad. So mm-hmm. when you were at Clemson, aside from COVID and everything, just think of all four years in general, when it came to like balancing everything that you were doing, classes, and then also, you know, like taking care of yourself as well, keeping yourself mentally, physically healthy, what would you say was your biggest challenge there? Yeah, I think, I mean time management just like making making oh, the most time definitely right I get the most questions about that like how do you manage your time yeah, yeah I think it's definitely hard especially like if I look back to like my freshman mm-hmm. and sophomore years of everything is so new oh yeah and there's so much like you can do yeah. like what should I do and you jumped right on into the deep end when I, you did. Got <laughs> I did I yeah. did um <laughs> yeah and I am just like definitely like I have a lot of interests too yeah. so like I was saying yes to everything and just trying to be involved as much as I can, which I think like was really good for me. Um, Yeah. That was my next question. Like, how did you overcome that? So would you suggest that I feel like that's a really hard thing to do, but so beneficial is say, just say yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. But also knowing when to say no. Right. I think like say yes, like try the new things. I mean, Mm -hmm. the worst thing that's going to happen is you're, it's not for you. It's not what you want to do. More beneficial than not knowing at all. And wish you had done it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you, so saying yes to everything, trying new things. So how did you manage your time? Like what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there were some pros and cons to that. For sure. I think like the biggest thing, and like this is like kind of fitness specific, but I was like really excited to be like teaching all these classes, like wanted to teach like every single day. And I was, Mm -hmm. but I started kind of neglecting then like my own personal workouts. Mm -hmm. And it's not that like I wasn't being active, like I was being so active. Um, but it's a different, like you don't get like the mental break. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We understand that. Right. I'm sure. So (laughs) I think that was kind of my first realization is like, okay, this is great. I love to teach. I love to teach to this day, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't replace like my personal workouts exactly mm-hmm. yeah taking that time for yourself especially when you're working with people because mm-hmm. like that's one big problem I come across all the time is like you put so much focus on like I'm spending like hours a day programming for people programming for classes mm-hmm. and then it's like okay oh gosh like what am I gonna do today right right yeah <laughs> like, what is my workout gonna be today right for so sure. how would you say that that kind of impacted and maybe even benefited your undergrad like hopping into everything or maybe even just fitness related in general or not like how did that impact you yeah I mean it showed me it introduced me to a lot of different people yeah um just like in different areas Mm -hmm. because like I forget about this sometimes I'm like who was she but I like freshman and sophomore year like (laughs) I wrote like for the Clemson newspaper for a while um yeah like I just like had a lot of different interests and so I think um, it definitely taught me, like, pieces of things that, like, oh, I really like this. Yeah. But, like, I don't necessarily want to, like, go into journalism. Right, you know? right, right. Um, and I think, too, like, being a communication major, like, there is just broad. Like, there are people that mm-hmm. could go into more, like, media like that. Mm-hmm. I liked more, like, the health communication side, and that's kind of where I stuck and found my place. Um, but I just think that the more than that, like, I could do it was Mm -hmm. more beneficial to see like okay I like this but not this piece yeah did you ever find it like scary making those switches I feel like when I talk to students a lot it's (laughs) like 
I'm doing this, but I really think I want to do this, but I've done this for so long. So should I do this? For <laughs> like, sure. Especially cause it's like, I feel like the mindset is okay. Like we're figuring out our careers now and people forget that it's okay to pivot. Like it's okay to make switches. Absolutely. I, one of the big reasons I went to Clemson is cause I was going to be a nutrition major and yeah. they had a great nutrition program mm-hmm. and I switched my major and yeah. that's like, I am such a planner. It was not in my plan to do that. Same. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, that literally is my exact same case. Really? That's how I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah, see, yeah. like, it happens. Like, and I think yeah. that's what, like, you don't necessarily, like, at least I, as a freshman, didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, most people switch their major, but not me. But well, I think <laughs> more anxiety comes from staying in a place that you have doubts about rather than just ripping the Band-Aid off, making that switch. And then, like, I feel like, you know, like, for me, once I made the switch and switched my major, it was like, so much relief Mm -hmm. but then after that I mean before that it was so scary like that was the anxiety was the worst and should I switch or should I not but of course it was the best decision I ever made yeah you know so grad school versus undergrad can we kind (laughs) of talk about the differences there for sure yeah (laughs) pros and cons yeah I mean I'm still getting my swing of things yeah yep (laughs) um I think that overall I think I've like been prepared pretty well Mm -hmm. um you know, I haven't taken my first exams yet, so we'll see. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yep. I had those last week. Right, so we'll oh, see. Yeah. Those are coming up. Um, but I do think that it's definitely more like, I mean, college in general, like from high school, it's more mm-hmm. on you. And then I think grad school is just like a step up that it's like still right. it's more on you. Like you don't have those reminders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to like being my classes, I have one that's in person, but I have three that are online. So like gotcha. also like being able to like dedicate that time. Mm-hmm that's like it really is on you to make your schedule and then like very true literally like in some cases you're learning the material and then just coming in with questions Mm -hmm. so I think just being super like um independent in your work disciplined really disciplined Disciplined, independent yeah just like making the time for it um and then also like it's cool in grad school like I think seeing things that are like much more relevant to what I want to do at least like like you don't have necessarily like the gen eds and yes. like the things that are kind of like okay I'm just figuring this out it's more like yeah. okay I'm here because like yeah it's definitely one of the most really frustrating things undergrad because it's like you really want to focus on mm-hmm. what you want to do but then it's like okay well like when I was like nutrition I'm taking so many chemistry classes mm-hmm. and chemistry and I are just we're not friends right and me neither <laughs> I feel that but we have, you got to get along so because yeah. you got to have those for your major so definitely understand that so discipline definitely plays a big part mm-hmm. um so what is one thing that you think that students really don't take advantage of enough as an undergrad so I think this might sound a little weird but I was I gonna say like research opportunities oh absolutely yeah so I think that like whether it's a research paper that you have mm-hmm. just like randomly in a class mm-hmm. like you could pick a topic that's going to be like pretty easy to talk about. Right. Or um, pick one that's going to benefit you. That yeah, is like such a big thing. Exactly. So I think the more you can do to like pull things in mm-hmm. when you can that are going to be like most relevant yes. to you down the line, like you can reuse those if you plan to go to grad Absolutely. school potentially. Or even like if you don't repurpose like the paper itself, like using it for then like you're extending the research on it. Like Absolutely. it gives you a baseline. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of times like especially with those genetic classes it's like okay well what can I do that's just going to give me the easy a Mm -hmm. but like I don't know for example like the English writing classes I give you 
mm-hmm. the freedom to talk about whatever you want to talk about in your papers. So if you have like a research paper, why not? Like you're frustrated enough that you have to take this gen ed class that has nothing to do with your major. Like why not use that opportunity to learn more about what you want to do? You know, that's a really good point. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So if you could go back in time to your freshman year, what are what's some advice that you would give yourself? Yeah, for our freshmen listening. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Um, I think the first thing is that like things will work out even if it's not the plan you had, it's not exactly what you intended. Mm -hmm. Um, like things, if you are trying hard and you're doing your best, Mm -hmm. like things will work out as they're supposed to. Um, that's kind of my first thing. Yeah. I also think that we sometimes are kind of like push the message that, um, like, college is, like, the best four years of your life. And, like, I hope they're great. I really do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, too, like, I think we have almost this pressure of, like, it has to be, like, your best four years. Exactly. And it really doesn't. I hope you have other years that are, like, much better than college, no, honestly. Exa- exactly. You know? So I think that that's, like, the other thing is, especially as you come in as a freshman and it's, like, meeting all these new people and just, yeah. like, being in this new area, there's so much pressure to, like, do everything and Yeah, I've never thought self. about that, but that's actually – I'm really glad you said that. That's <laughs> such a big deal. It's like, well, once I get out of college, it's over. Like, I don't – you know, right. it's real world, and that's going to suck. That's what everybody tells you. But honestly, like, why not use the four years to make all the other years better? Yeah, you know? like, use if your you don't, four years so the real world doesn't suck. I mean <laughs> – That's a – yeah, that's a very yeah. good point, actually. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't don't get that Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and was there anything else um I think like another thing too is just let like speak up ask for opportunities like your voice matters even if you're a freshman you might be the youngest one in the room but Mm -hmm. like you you can still do that like if you want something and you make a big name for yourself doing that at such a young age for sure get your name don't have to like I feel like that's a problem a lot of freshmen have it's like okay well I'll get this opportunity when I'm a junior or a senior. Mm-hmm. Well, why not take that opportunity now, you know? Because then if you take it now, who knows what you could do junior or senior year. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, look that if you start with that, like, look what we can build to. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. be hungry. Like, it's okay to be hungry for information. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big one. Don't yes. sit back and wait for it to come to you. Right. Because then you're not going to get what you want out of it. For sure. Yeah. So I have a lot of students sending questions, so I kind of want to jump right on yeah. into those because there were some really good ones. First one. I want to study, go to class, work out, eat healthy, still have a social life, do all these good things, but I don't know how to manage my schedule, and it seems like I see so many other people doing it all and doing it so well. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to that person? Yeah, I'd say first thing is don't assume that everyone is doing it all so well and so perfectly. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. Because they are probably not. I mean... I think that most of us will always kind of look to the outside and be like, oh, wow, like, they're really doing better. But, Mm -hmm. like, we're all doing a lot of the same things. Right. We are only seeing surface level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But then, like, with that, I think you just have to really be intentional about thinking about what's important to you and setting time to do that. Mm -hmm. And it sounds a lot easier than it is, I know. Mm -hmm. But think about, like, the little things that mean a lot to you in your day. Um, for me, like I I wake up in the morning, I have coffee, like by myself quietly Mm -hmm. in the dark for 30 minutes. (laughs) Like, yeah, that was actually another question I wanted to ask you about like with scheduling, like all aside from classes, like morning and night routine, you have like a wake up nighttime routine and like a nighttime. I do. My nighttime isn't as like, Like I'm working on it. Yes. That's okay. Yes. I'm working on it. But yeah, kind of take on those a little bit. Yeah. I think like my morning, like I just know like really sets me up for a good day. Yeah. Um, so I do like I 
put my coffee, like the grounds in the water in the pot the night yep, before. So, oh, not before. The oh, night okay, before. Okay. <laughs> so then I just have to wake up, like eyes are closed, walk over <laughs> and hit the button. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> I might start doing that. Yeah, honestly, it saves that like five minutes. It does. Morning. And sometimes reaching up to the top shelf to grab my coffee filter, it's grab just, my ground coffee, pour it all in, yeah. pour the water in. That's like so much extra when getting up and just hitting a button I'm big with just the button hit in the yeah. morning and then yeah. when I bring my dog back in it's just ready that'd be right I might steal that one from you yeah anyway continue I no, like that you're good. <laughs> my um one of my old roommates in Clemson we like shared a coffee pot and so yeah. it was always like who's getting up first because like <laughs> I didn't want to like steal the pot yeah, if she had yeah. to get up early but um yes it's always a thing so check with your roommates if you have them right right but yes prepare it the night before just hit the button in the morning um and then, like, I just know that that, like, kind of quiet time and just mm-hmm. time to myself is just, like, how I'm going to be a better me that day. Yeah. Um, well, I live by your morning sets up the rest of your day. Yeah, so for sure. I think it's, it's so thing. important because I think that if you can start off your day by giving a little bit to yourself and, yeah. like, just letting yourself be. Right, and not just, like, waking up and then rushing and going straight to class. Like, yeah. I feel like that just sets you up for the worst day yeah you're just rushing you know? from one yeah. thing to the next yeah and I mean there's days like that it happens sometimes you have to yeah. yeah for sure but I think if you can kind of get that like ingrained in you that you mm-hmm. can have like some time for yourself mm-hmm. and maybe if you're not nor- not a morning person like that can be your evening routine or exactly it can like, be a lunch or whatever I feel like a lot of people think so like think too that because you know like I'm a morning person definitely and then like people are mm-hmm. like I need to I need to get up in the mornings. I need to get up early and be more productive. And I'm like, well, that doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. just because you don't get up early doesn't mean that you're not productive. Right. People need to understand that. Like, just because you're a morning person doesn't mean you're productive. No. Like, you can still take that time to yourself at night. It's just, are you setting time aside for yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know, for me, it's like, I won't schedule clients after a certain time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I think whatever it is for you and like, don't exactly like, don't put yourself in a box. Don't say it has to be the morning routine. It has to be this whole extensive thing because it doesn't. No. Even if it's the middle of the day, just like setting aside time for yourself where it's like, okay, what do I want to do? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I like that one. Yeah. So next student question. Uh, and we kind of discussed this a little bit. I just don't know how to create a well-balanced schedule for myself. Yes. (laughs) I know. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that, I mean, kind of what we were just talking about with, like, having that structured time in your day. Um, and thinking about, too, like, I mentioned a little bit, like, the little things. So think about, um, like, a little thing you can do to make other things easier easier so for example like if you have a class and like you could read before Mm -hmm. the class and then understand the lecture better you should probably do that because then if you do that you'll spend less time afterwards figuring out like Mm -hmm. okay like you didn't really have to read there wasn't a quiz on it that day but like you're gonna have to like listen to the lecture then probably go back reference the reading a little Mm -hmm. bit like figure things out um so I think there's just, like, all kinds of things you can look at like that that are just, like, if I do this smaller task now, like, it'll save me time in the long run. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Okay, this is a big one. So I struggle with mental health a lot as a student, and I find it hard to take care of myself when I feel like I have to make everything or everyone else a first priority. Yeah, I think that that's something that's, like, with mental health, too, especially, like, in our, like, in the college population. yeah. It's hard, and I think Very a lot hard. of people do struggle with it. Um, so first with that, I definitely would say, like, don't underestimate the power of, like, talking to a professional, and, like, yes, you yes, can definitely, absolutely. yeah, like, I am a huge proponent of that. I think that you can still 
consider yourself like a very happy person and have like high life satisfaction and still like really benefit Mm -hmm. um from like kind of taking a next step with your mental Mm -hmm. health yeah don't be afraid to ask for help that's definitely a big one exactly um I think too this is something that I I forgot someone made me do it one time and I should remember but Mm -hmm. it was a great exercise and I think if you can list out things that you would typically do in a day and think of them in like two columns so in one column is going to be things that you do that generally fill you up. So they leave okay. you feeling like more uplifted, more energized, okay. um, grateful, whatever. Right. They fill your cup. Then on that other side, you can think about things that you have to do, but they kind of drain you. Okay. So we all have them. We're not all going to. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like yeah. it's, no matter what your task is, you could still have stuff that you have to do each day that's mm-hmm. like, mundane and you don't enjoy doing it and it kind of takes your energy so I think that if you just like look at this list ideally your fill your cup side should be more filled up than Mm -hmm. the side that is things that drain you um however like I think if you have a lot of things on that side that are draining you Mm -hmm. think of ways that maybe they're not going to entirely like flip to the other side of the page but like you just said earlier like finding ways to make things easier yeah Yeah. they can like make it a little easier they can just make it not as draining Mm -hmm. um it could be like if you maybe you love working out maybe you hate working out right you're a person that really doesn't enjoy it could you go with a friend maybe make it a little better that's definitely a big one for that like if that is one thing that's on your mind you're like I need to work out I want to work out but I don't enjoy it then maybe like I don't know. I feel like the biggest way to change that is try like a scheduled class. Like mm-hmm. just, I mean, I know, you know, not being biased cause you're the group fitness <laughs> instructor, but seriously, like when you have it on your schedule and it's a set time, like mm-hmm. you have to go, you go in, you show up and then you don't have to do anything else, but just be intentional and participate. Yeah. You know, like it's made for you already. Um, cause that's one of the biggest things. It's like, okay, I need to work out. So I'm just going to go to the gym and then you get here and you're like, all right, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I'll hit this machine first. And then you're just looking around the gym and it's like, okay, well, what do I want to do next? No, oh, well, yeah, sure. that makes you not want to. So like planning ahead, definitely. Yeah. That applies to more than just working out. If you plan ahead and you can figure out a way to put it in your schedule and you give it a set time, mm-hmm. you're way more likely to do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> Set your time. Yeah. Think about what it is and then just do like the small things to make it better. Like Definitely. if you're cooking at home, like and you want to cook a healthy meal, like it doesn't have to be just spinach. Like Exactly. <laughs> like you can make something that's, that's like delicious. And yeah. yeah. I mean maybe you love spinach, but right. it can you can just add so much more. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know who is actually interested in that, Greenville actually has a farmer's market that's just plug it in on your GPS. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but if you type in oh, farmer's nice. market, you'll find it. I'll they have, have all go. kinds of good stuff. And you just feel good and you feel productive yeah. going. It's like so cute down yeah, there. Yeah, that is cute. They have I love pumpkins that. right now. Have oh, you been yet? No. You I'm, need to go. Okay. You have to go on a Saturday. Okay. I went last Thursday and didn't realize that like they're open on Thursdays and Saturdays. And mm-hmm. then I went last Thursday and realized that there were only like two little things open and there were two people there. So it was like, it was like tomatoes and okra. And that was it. Oh, well, that's okay. (laughs) Like on Saturday. Did you get tomatoes or okra? I did not. Oh man. I just didn't didn't want either of them. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, well y'all have a good day. I'll see you Saturday. See you Saturday. (laughs) But they have so much stuff Saturday. So definitely go make yourself feel better. Cute. I love it. There's a lady there who's really cute. She makes all kinds of bread and pastries. So one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, all right. So next question. Uh, as a freshman, it seems like there is so much stuff offered by the school, but so little time to do it. I don't know where to start. 
Yeah. And I know we were just saying, like, yeah. say yes to as much as you can. Exactly. And, like. But also know when to say no. Right. Like, manage I, your schedule. Look at your schedule, you know. Yeah. I think that definitely, like, if it's something that interests interest you, like, even in the slightest, say yes. Try it out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to commit to these things, like, every single day. Exactly. Um, And, so, like, don't be afraid to just branch out and see everything that, yeah. like, they do have to offer. But at the same time, like, don't feel the pressure of, like, if that doesn't interest you, that's you fine. You don't have to stick to it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's okay to... It's okay to realize something is not for you. That yeah. applies for your major, too, like we were discussing earlier. Like, if you're doing it and then you're like, I feel like if your mindset is, this is just what I need to do, and it's not also what you want to do, mm-hmm. that applies to school and anything like this. Like, yeah. you probably need like to look everything. a little bit deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, was there anything else on that? Like, what to do? Managing all that stuff at once? I know it's hard it is hard it's It's a very broad question I know it's hard I think that yeah just the more too I think like think about what your values are and like think about things that will complement that too so if they're like helping you grow deeper in that absolutely it might be worth checking out yeah okay I'm currently finishing up with senior year and can't stop stressing about post-grad with COVID I feel like it was hard to learn and with all the gen it's hard to learn in general. I'm worried about my career. Yeah, so I think this one has a couple of things involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think first of all is know that, like, everyone is in your same situation. Um, well, not, like, your exact same. But everyone that's graduating right now is also graduating in a pandemic. Um, the, work for, the workforce knows that. Right. And they know that because they're also in a pandemic. Um, so I just definitely think that realizing that, like, you're not alone, not everyone is in this, um, can be helpful and just kind of make it seem a little more approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just, like, know your options. And I think having, like, a mentor here is, like, really yes. helpful, whether that's someone, like, a supervisor or maybe a professor or right. maybe a friend that has graduated. Like, mm-hmm. whoever, it can be multiple people. Um, yeah. But just kind of having those, like, people in different areas um, to help you keep your options. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Creating an environment for yourself where you don't have to feel so alone is definitely a big one because Mm -hmm. another thing everyone needs to remember is like, and I have to remind myself of this often, is we are in a transition period. Mm -hmm. Like just because you're struggling right now doesn't mean that you're going to be struggling the rest of the time. Like Mm -hmm. use this time now, use the struggle, think of it more as a hustle and like, use this time to benefit what's going to happen after the four years, you know? Exactly. Like, you're going to have that transition period, hopping right out of college. You're kind of thrown into the real world. Like, it's going to make sense. And I'm a senior saying this. So it's like I'm saying this out loud, and I'm just having to remind myself. But, you know, the more people I talk to, like, um, that's just what it sounds like. You know, like, you just have to be ready for it. And, again, like, it's like thinking of it as going into freshman year again. Like, say yes. Take opportunities. Figure it out. It's yeah. okay to try something and say no. Like, right. And, like, you will figure it out. Like, yeah. you will, like, people will help you. And people Absolutely. will definitely, like, you'll get training and you'll you'll figure it out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I really like this one, especially as a female in college. So, <laughs> she says, as a female in college, I deal with a lot of comparisons. So, how do you deal with that? I feel like it holds me back from a lot. Yeah, so I think this is really hard. Um, I get it. I think probably most people can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I think there's kind of a couple of things. So like one, it probably sounds very cheesy, but you are the only you mm-hmm. that there is. And like that, if you really, yes. really think about that, like get into it, close your eyes, think about it. Like it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so just let that sink in. But then I think the other kind of important thing is to realize that like recognizing like a good quality or like the beauty or something mm-hmm. in another person doesn't take it away from you. So I think the more that you can just like, if you see something great or someone does a really good job at something, like that doesn't mean you didn't do a good job. Right. Um, and that's something that I like I have struggled with before. I think that you just always have to know that there's like enough room for everyone yeah. to do really great. Yeah. And one thing I feel like that helped me a lot because I feel like that's just a problem for every, I mean, not just female specifically. Right, like I know yeah. that it hits a majority of us, but I'm, I know males have the exact same problem. It's like, okay, you compare yourself to somebody else because they have something that you feel like you don't have. So I think it's important, like you said, to look within yourself and, okay, well, what makes you unique that maybe they don't have? But mm-hmm. also, like, you admire what they're doing, obviously. So instead of thinking of it like, it's okay to switch your mindset. Like, obviously, you're going to look at that and you're going to think, like, your immediate emotions are going to be envy or jealousy. Mm-hmm. And those are one, I mean, those are two things that will eat away at you like no other. Yeah. And they definitely do, especially in college. But if you can just think, take that. And like I said, this has helped me so much and just switch it to, okay, am I jealous of them or do I admire what they're doing? Mm-hmm. What did they do to achieve that? And then use it as motivation. Like, I feel like a lot of hard times we can sit there and be woe is me and pity yourself. And it's okay. Have yourself a little pity party. Yeah. Give yourself 30 minutes. It's not, it's, it's not (laughs) bad to, you know, be upset. That's we're human. But then, you know, I don't want to say suck it up. Not that, but you know, (laughs) get into a mindset, hype yourself up, think about what makes you unique and think about, okay, well, let's admire that instead. Like, what can I do? to make that change and it doesn't have to be immediate but like what's the first step you can take mm-hmm. because do something today that's going to benefit you tomorrow you know yeah move so, the needle forward absolutely okay last question um I lack so much motivation when it comes to school especially taking care of myself how do you find the motivation to do that I know we've spoke on that a little bit but anything else yeah I mean I think that the first thing is to realize like you're not always going to be motivated to do your homework or to go to the gym or like Mm -hmm. whatever it might be and that's normal and that's honestly like a a good thing no one is operating all the time on like I can't wait to do this I can't wait to do this and if you think everyone else is then just think again think again (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but I think like find your motivation more in that like when you pick up these good habits you're doing your homework you're exercising you're doing whatever it is that makes you feel Mm good um it's more than like the feeling that that leads to that you can be motivated by and I think just like think about like how these like little tasks that you can do like when they're done like Mm -hmm. how you'll feel and that'll really more just like contribute Mm -hmm. to whatever you're working towards absolutely yeah awesome well we are done with the student questions for today thank you for everyone who sent those in those are actually very awesome questions Um, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back I always like to ask, so are there any podcasts, books, you know, I don't know, documentaries, YouTube videos, <laughs> literally anything that you that you like that you feel like motivated you that you might want to leave some of our students with? 
Absolutely. Big podcast, big reader. Same. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, podcast, two of my favorites that I listen to often. One is the Ed Milet Show. Love him. Okay. <laughs> big, like, productivity guy. Awesome. Um, another one is Manifest with Tori D. Simone. Um, oh, I haven't heard of that one. That's a good one. She okay. is young she's like 23 and she owns oh, a spin wow. studio i love that that makes me feel so good about myself when right. people might <laughs> yeah <laughs> right no but she's really cool she was like a youtube girl and yeah, she's like yeah, not yeah. really anymore um but she owns a spin studio so if you're more into like that type of thing too it's gotcha. she's cool um book wise pulled up okay. my little list um one is the joy of movement it okay. is by kelly mcgonagall i think is how you say her name okay um really good it's just how people it's, if you like group fitness, you'll definitely love it. But okay. if you just like movement in general, you'll like it. Another one is 10% Happier by Dan Harris um, from Good Morning America. Great, great book. Awesome. And then the last one I will say is The Four Agreements. Um, and that's by Miguel Ruiz is maybe his name. But yeah. great book. Awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. if you send those to me, I'll actually link those in um, our description on the podcast. So if any of y'all are interested in uh, checking some of those out, then you can find them through there. So I'll do that. Awesome. Um, yeah. Last thing. So real quick for maybe our new students or students who just haven't made their way over to the rec center, which if you haven't, you should, <laughs> um, can you kind of talk about what we offer offer words? Okay. Group fit wise. Yeah. Um, so group fitness wise, we offer, I think it's just like 52 classes a week, um, between our two facilities. <laughs> just 52 classes just 52. a week. 52. <laughs> I was thinking just over 52. Yeah. Um, I think I was going to say just over 50, but gotcha. yeah. So, so about 52 classes a week, um, yeah. here at main campus and then over at health science, we have truly every format. Um, so we have like strength classes, we have cardio classes, okay. we like to dance, we have cycling, we have yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check them out. Our instructors are great and they're, yes, they're offered awesome. really all throughout the day. Um, and you can find our schedule at our website. Awesome. Do we have prices for our fitness classes right now? Or are they kind of first come first serve? Price it? Do we, do we, do we, I, I just wasn't <laughs> no. sure. I know we used to charge for no, some groups. No, I didn't know if no, we were. No, we don't. So if you're a student, you can come for free. Okay. Um, the only class that we really recommend you signing up for ahead of time is cycling because bikes are limited. Gotcha. And you can do that online. Yep. And for anybody interested in a more um, intimate group setting, don't forget we also have small groups, which are currently closed. But about mid-October, we'll be opening up for our second sessions. We have uh, – Hit sunrise circuits, lift like a girl. So don't forget about those. And then for anybody who's interested in one-on-one, don't forget that we also have our personal training available. And if you haven't looked into that, student pricing is fantastic, super duper cheap. So Kate, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like this was a really fun podcast and (laughs) even I learned a lot. It was really, (laughs) it was refreshing listening to somebody who's been there, done that, especially as a senior, because I know that's one thing that I struggle with a lot. And you answered everyone's questions super well. So I really appreciate you for coming on today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep. And if anybody has any questions for Kate, you can find her here at the rec center. (laughs) But until then, we will see you on our next podcast. Have a great week.